Are you recording? No. Okay. Oh, hello, everybody. I didn't have a fun song today. I got, I'm going to be honest with you all. First off, it's rated PG. Second off, we're in a real shit show of a time right now. <laughs> I, I can't lie to you. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. We have to move, which really, really, really sucks. It's an unexpected a lot. thing. We thought we were finally settled in a place we could live in for a long time. And we're not. And the, it sucks. The insecurity of renting. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. And as you know, if you follow anything we do on the social meds, uh, we went on spring break, which was in no way relaxing. It's not a break for parents. <laughs> I am exhausted. It is late. Yes. <laughs> but we are doing this because we have made a commitment to you, the listeners, to ourselves as creatives. And whatever SoundCloud tells us, we know you're out there. To do something. <laughs> so I'm sorry if we're not our normal, almost chipper selves. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever a chipper. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. There's a lot going on. Yeah, and we watched this movie <sighs> a week and a half, almost two weeks ago, so we'll see. Which also is we'll not see how, it goes. <laughs> how we normally, we like to record while things are still fresh in our brains. That's a little helpful. But again, there was so much happening to get ourselves out the door for our not relaxing spring break that we were not able to record after we had watched the movie and had to compromise with that as well. So, <laughs> all that being said, uh, again, it's, it's rated PG. <laughs> yep. Just in case I can't remember if I said it or not. Do we introduce ourselves? No, I'm Melissa Pressman. <laughs> I'm Benji Pressman. <laughs> we have three boys. Uh, Nathan is four, and Liam and Charlie are two. Very two. And we started this podcast um, a little bit ago because we just needed something to help get through this moment in time where children watch movies over and over and over again. Yeah. So apparently we <laughs> might have to do a... Weird Hulu show podcast. <laughs> Talk about terrific trucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. Oh, man. I don't like that show. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's us. And this week we watched Sing. Yeah, so the description on IMDb is, In a city of humanoid animals, a hustling theater impresario's attempt to save a theater with a singing competition becomes grander than he anticipates, even as its finalists find their lives will never be the same. What? So before we get fully into the movie, do you feel like them being animals was necessary for this? Like there were a couple jokes about them being animals, but it seemed like if they'd just been drawn as people, like it wouldn't have made much of a difference. I think it would have. Think so? Yeah. I mean, and I was just sort of like, meh. I, you know, I mean, it wasn't done in, like, a Zootopia way. Did this come out the same year as Zootopia? 2016? I think it might have. 
I wonder if the people working on this movie were like, well, shit. But I uh, I took Nathan to see this in the theater. Because mm-hmm. he was, was really fun. excited about it. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie. Yeah, for sure. It was enjoyable. Um, so it the movie opens with a young boy, Buster Moon, at the theater with his dad watching... Uh, a very elaborate show. Um, And that was his like moment where he like falls in love with the theater. And he was six years old. Um, And after that, he, you know, did all he can, he could. And his dad also helped to, Oh God. So late. Um, His dad helped him. (laughs) To buy the theater that they were so that they had watched the show. That at. was that theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, and so it became like the Buster Moon Theater. I had two thoughts about that performance. One, I feel like I would always end up sitting behind the giraffes. Right. Which would be super annoying. Like I feel like I feel like in that world where there's like mice and giraffes and Buster Moon is a koala. Koala, but not Australian, which was also interesting. Um wouldn't you put the giraffes on like the edges in the back or is that like racist (laughs) i don't know i guess you could have like height seating and then the diva was played by like her voice was that j-hud singing that song uh i don't know maybe not but she was singing a beatles song but like like in an opera performance i thought that was kind of cool um and then sort of like telling the history of the theater. And then we realize that uh, the theater is not doing great financially. No, he has put on some crappy shows. Yeah. So it's, it's not doing well. And um, he's <laughs> trying to figure it out, but he also like runs away from the theater uh, in a very sneaky way to get out from, cause all the uh, stage hands, they want to get paid. <laughs> So he's he's just like running away from his problems, basically. Yeah, he's kind of. I mean, he's he's. I don't think he intended to be, but he's basically acting like a con man. Yeah, he is. Um, and the one thing is too, like Buster Moon is voiced by Matthew McConaughey, and it's really interesting because it's not his normal. It's not his Texas like draw, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it's a very it's it's interesting. It's it's definitely different. I mean, you can like once. Once it's like, oh, that's Matthew McConaughey, you can kind of hear it, but it's not that it's not as recognizable as you think him doing a character voice would be. Right, which made me actually think about his other roles. I'm like, okay, so like you can turn it on and off. Like that sort of increased my respect for his abilities. <laughs> I mean, he's not had you had another McConaissance. It, it took it to a whole other level. <laughs> this anime movie probably spent like a week in a recording booth. For. <laughs> uh, so you know, as Buster Moon is like running, we get we then are introduced to basically the the main cast of the movie, and so we pass by the gorilla with the hot voice. Who? P.S. That guy is smoking hot. <laughs> I know he's in the the Kingsman. He's he's just like. Tiny, handsome British man with a great singing voice. This is really good looking. <laughs> so he's in a gang with his family. Family robs together, stays together, right? Um, and then we go to the mama pig who has too many kids. I mean, 
do pigs really have that many piglets at once? Because they all seem to be the same age. There's like 25 of them. too many. That's crazy. Um, but, and she's voiced by Reese Witherspoon. As, a, as parents of twins. Oh, man. It's too much. It's too many. Um, and then, uh, you know, and, and in this, like, everyone is sort of, like, in the life that they have, but clearly wanting more. Yeah. That seems to be like nobody coming is like nobody is like happy in the life that they're in right now. A very shy elephant. Um, and then we go to the porcupine who's in a punk band that is voiced by Scarlett Johansson. Uh, and then we go to the shy elephant who has an unbelievable voice, whose family is always trying to get her to sing, but she just gets so embarrassed and can't do it and gets just too nervous about it. And I can't remember. I want to. I don't know why I want to say Sierra, but I don't think that's right. I don't remember who voiced the elephant. Yeah, so she was the. I think she was a voice contestant, Tori Kelly. Oh, okay. So she was the one person I had not heard of, but I think she won the voice or was on the voice or something like that. And this is a Universal movie, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if that was part of it. Since you know it's NBC Universal, like oh, I don't know if that was part of the connection. And then I also was wondering if like a lot of the music that they use in this movie is from like the Universal catalog. I know these are the things I think about, uh, but no. it would make sense, right? I rolled my eyes at him because I just I just enjoy movies, and he he has to like pick them up apart. <laughs> That's part of the beauty of this <laughs> this podcast. Um, and then, uh, and the mouse, who is a complete asshole, is voiced by that one guy. So, oh, uh, Seth MacFarlane. Thank you. I thought it was someone else, and I didn't realize it was him. Who, was who him. did you think it was? I thought it was <laughs> it was the guy. <laughs> I remember we had this conversation and I said it was the guy who was in stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy who was in stuff. <laughs> this happens a lot. The Adams family values guy. Oh yeah, you and thought it was uh David Kremel. Yes, I did. It sounded like him. Yes, it was very similar to singing style wise to him in Slums of Beverly Hills. Yeah. So I thought I thought that's who it was, but it wasn't. Um, and then we go to uh, back to Buster, who is meeting with his best friend, who is a sheep, who is voiced by John C. Riley. John C. Riley, thank you. Oh God, my brain. Um, and he's been the one basically backing everything that Buster has done. Uh, he's sort of been giving him money that he's been getting from his parents right he is he is not an accomplished person or or sheep no and and so you know buster's trying to like throw this idea out to him like that he's going to do this singing competition it's going to be this great thing and and this will this will revive the theater because everybody will want to see the show and he's like i just i don't think i can give you any more money and i don't think this is going to work and he does this crazy thing Buster, where he like pulls out like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at this really fancy yeah, restaurant. Yeah, because they're eating at like a fancy restaurant, <laughs> but they can't afford it, and so then they get <laughs> they get kicked out. <laughs> it's just like, come on, dude. Um, so he's really excited about the singing competition idea, and then so he goes back to the office to like put everything together, 
and he's got this um like secretary. I don't know what to call her. Yeah, she's she's like she's, she's an like iguana. an office manager receptionist. <laughs> and she's this iguana that's clearly older and has a fake eye that pops out a lot. <laughs> she kind of reminded me of that character in Monsters Inc. The like slug lady. No, see, like, I, I mean, I can kind of see that, but no, because she's like got her shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this lady's this a, lady's little, a little <laughs> scattered. It, yeah, she's, she's not all there. And so, so she's in charge of the flyers, and her eyeball pops out <laughs> and bounces on the keyboard and changes the prize w- money, which was. It was going to be a thousand dollars. It was going to be a thousand dollars, and it went up to a hundred thousand dollars. Very different contest. And then she made a bunch of flyers. I have to say, for everything is that totally sucked to their office. That printer was, was so fast. So fast. It printed up a bunch of flyers, and then you know, all this like mishap is happening, anyways. And the fan blows all the flyers out, and it basically like. Blankets the city. And papers the city. And then we see like all the characters. And all the, the all the characters that we, that we we got introduced to all find the flyer and they're you know, basically everyone has the same thought of this is gonna change my life. I'm gonna go do this competition. So then And this is the first point where or around here where I commented that the porcupine uh, was her name Rosa? I think so. No, Ash. Yeah, oh, Ash, because yeah. Rosita was Reese. Yeah. Uh, her boyfriend, who's played by Beck Bennett, like that guy, sucks. <laughs> the boyfriend? Yeah, because they're like in a band together, and he's like... He's like, hey, babe, don't sing. Yeah, I got this. I got this, and I write all the songs. You're the backup vocalist or whatever. Yeah. So, so then ba- everyone auditions. There's so many people, and, they, and he can't believe it, and Buster's like out of his mind excited because he's like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You know, people are going to love this. And and then we get to see, like, all the animals doing songs, which is a funny moment because, you know, they're just doing, you know, little funny things. And I did like the Japanese, like, fox group. That <laughs> yeah. felt like something real. Like, there actually could be... Like, I could see in Japan there being an animated, like, fox girl group that would actually be super popular. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so they get to where they're announcing like who's going to be in the show and the one bison (laughs) he he just starts farting (laughs) I wrote down that was very relatable just nervous farting (laughs) he like he couldn't stop (laughs) (laughs) he ran out of the theater farting after squishing the snail who had audition yeah who was gonna make it right <laughs> i don't and it's very funny <laughs> oh man and then we see rosita gets paired with another pig it's mm-hmm. like you have a good voice but you don't have like the performance yeah and the other pig is nick kroll doing his like german character oh is that <laughs> Pretty sure, and <laughs> and he's, he's just crazy. Really good. Yeah. Oh man, he's like I got the big power. <laughs> yeah, he's Gunter. Yeah, he's just so he's like it's really so big personality. He's like a pig in like a sparkling unitard. 
<laughs> and so they get paired together. They get paired together. Um, Ash makes it, but not her boyfriend. And he's like, whatever, we're not going to do this. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. And then who else makes it? There was this uh, trio of frogs. They make it. Um, oh, the elephant. Uh, she went to go try out and then couldn't got too it. nervous and couldn't do it. Uh, the mouse makes it and the gorilla makes it. Well, somebody didn't make it and then he got pulled in, right? Like somebody else was going to do it and then he changed his mind at the last minute. And Oh, it was a giraffe. Yeah. And then and he was the like, this is too tall. Him and yeah. he was like, this is going to drive me crazy. So then he was like, nope, I changed my mind. And then a camel made it in as well. Um, and then the fox group just they don't li- they don't, they don't know English so they just like <laughs> they just think leave. they make it <laughs> and so so that's everybody in the doing it and um and Johnny is going to he's got to be the backup driver for his yeah dad. he's the getaway driver for like a new robbery his dad's doing yeah so there he's like he has to practice like driving and like all this stuff. Um, and then also then we cut to like Rosita, the which is the pig, and you know she's trying to like talk to her husband about everything that happened, and he's just like oh whatever and falls asleep, and she's just feeling unheard and just not appreciated. And she tried to find because it uh, when they all got in, it was like okay, so starting tonight, this is or starting tomorrow, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start doing this thing. Um. So then she's trying to get like a so babysitter. So she was trying to get a babysitter, <laughs> and the babysitter was like, How many kids? Yeah, no. And she's like, No, no, they're all really, oh. So she's trying to figure it out. And then she comes up with this unbelievable system. She basically peewees her house. Yeah. And so she sets it up that, you know, she can get all the kids, you know, fed and and teeth brushed and dressed and it even like throws the key, tells her husband where he forgot his keys. Yeah, it's like all this stuff, and then like, her husband doesn't even notice that she's not there. Nobody knows that she's not there, which is... No, I think the kids know she's not there. They nope. just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she does... I mean, the more kids you have, the more you really do have to get organized. I mean, I guess when you have 25 kids, like, she's organized. Yeah, so she, you know, so she set it up so she could go to rehearsals and everybody would be taken care of. Um, So she's gone. So they're doing their, like rehearsals and then the lights go out because he can't keep his power on because he didn't pay the power bill. <laughs> it's just, it's not going well for this theater. Is It's just not. Right, and then we see Mina. Yes, the elephant. Um, she's coming back because her 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 grandpa is like really adamant about her singing. Her family is very supportive. And... Um, so she's coming back to try and to get into the show and Buster sees her and is like chatting her up and then he's not, she can't get out what she wants to do and he's not really listening. And then he's like, you could be a stagehand. Because he is running an extension cord (laughs) out of his theater to the like lights for the next door building. Yeah. It's like awning and like unplugs one of the (laughs) lights and plugs his theater in. Isn't that right? <laughs> so she's now going to be a stagehand because that's just the way it's going to be. Um, and 
we also cut back to Ash and her boyfriend, and he's just being a dick. And she's just like, you know what? I'm going to do this because I, this could be good for us. Like, if if I win, like, this could change everything. This is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and then you, Mina goes back, and her family has, like, told all the neighbors, like the whole, and the, they're all, they're like, all like congratulations. And so she's she just can't. She's not very good about speaking up for herself. So she can't even say to like her family, like, I didn't actually get back into the show. <sighs> so that's happening. And again, Rosita's husband doesn't even know she's gone. Because like she gets back home and climbs into bed and he's just like, Oh, hey, honey. Like he does he didn't even realize she was gone. Yeah. It's just I mean, it's a little, a little sad. Um, and then and then I, my next note after that was Cat Stevens, but I don't remember why. <laughs> I don't know why either. I must have done a Cat Stevens song. I guess. Uh, and then Judith uh, from the bank, she is a llama. She shows up and she's not happy with the financial situation and what's going on. And Buster's like, don't worry, everything's going to turn around. This show's going to like change it. And she's like, well, you have X number of days and then we're taking the theater from you. Like, that's what's happening. Yeah, and we do see behind the scenes of the theater. It is quite the complex, like all the different rehearsal spaces and everything. Yeah. It is a, a big place. There's a lot going on. Um, and so then he goes to see Eddie, who is living in the pool house for more independence. <laughs> but he's still living at his parents. It's a pretty nice pool house. And he's trying to, like... He's just trying to figure out, like, how to get somebody to back this show. And, oh, because it did come out that the flyer said $100,000. Right, and he was like, ooh. Buzzer, Buzzer's like, I don't have that much. <laughs> and they, well, everybody wants to see it because he's got this, like, locked chest on the stage. Yeah, and what's in there is, like, a carpet and, like, some trinkets. It's And, like, it was, like, all the cash he had, which was, like, $970 and, like, some coins, yeah, and, like, pocket it, land. It was, like, some stuff that was, like, this will equal $1,000 at yeah. some point. <laughs> so, so he's just, like, that's what it is. So he's trying to get the, the prize money. He needs to get the prize money. Um And... Uh, Buster is like talking with Eddie and it was like, look, we need to go to your Nana because she's the reason I got into theater. You know, she's super rich. Like, let's do this. Yeah. Cause his grandma is the diva that we saw from the, the theater. Yeah. The movie. And he's like, no way. She is awful. <laughs> like we're not, we're not asking her for anything. Um, and then, uh, the glass eye, I said glass eye causing problems. I don't know, but the, the iguana's eye must have been popping out all over the place. Oh, it did. It That's what happened. Oh, so they were on the stage. The camel was rehearsing. The glass eye did something. It like went into the coffee or and she was looking for it, couldn't find it. Buster spit it out. It was like this whole thing. But ultimately what happened was the camel got smushed <laughs> 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 by like a sandbag. And then Buster was just like, hey, Mina, you want to be in the show? <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, I do. He's like, great, you're in. Um, and also, at some point, the frogs had they're quit. They're having some internal creative issues. So then he let the foxes. <laughs> he was like, foxes, you're in. <laughs> but he's, like, talking to them, and he says something to them, and they all get mad and, like, walk out. I don't know. It was weird. Um, and then we see uh, 
Rosita is trying to like figure out dance steps and learn stuff. And then she has her kid there. Um, Cause he had a fever and she, yeah. And, Cause I was like dealing with fever child and I was like trying to figure that out. I'm like, Oh my God, th- it is th- such a pain in the ass when your kid gets like sick, but not really. So they can't go to school. So they can't go to school, but then they're basically just like high energy all day. And Everything you're trying to do, they are just in your space. And you're like, are you fucking kidding? Because <laughs> like, when your kid's like really sick and just can't do anything and just laying around, it's awful when kids are sick, but that's the best. At least you can just like, like put them on the couch under a blanket and be like, watch this movie. And then they just like chill. But when they're like... Because our kids never do that. So, so when they're like, oh, I am well enough that I don't have to relax but not well enough that you can send me away. <laughs> and I like, really want to know what you're doing and be all up in your business. Oh, <laughs> so he's, so her son's like messing with like everything and she's just trying to, you know, figure out how to dance. And uh, Gunter is just like, you just got to feel the music. <laughs> nice she's done. like, I don't feel the music. <laughs> so that's going on. Um, and then... Uh, Mr. Moon is not getting that Ash is a teenager. Like, he's really not getting it. He's just, he's like, you should do this. And then he put on that um, Call Me Maybe song. He's like, hey, yeah, it's Peppy. You can do this and wear this purple dress. And she was just like. No, because she's like a punk teenager because she's a porcupine. Yeah. He's just not getting it. Um, And and Johnny was supposed to be learning the piano. That's a good song, though. That is, it's a fun song. So Johnny was supposed to be playing the piano, um, the gorilla. He's a gorilla. And he'd never played played piano before. So he was supposed to be doing that. And he's torn with the family business. Like he keeps having to leave and come back. And he's getting called on the walkie talkie. And, you know, so all these like things are just starting to. And then meanwhile, I felt like Mike the mouse Mm -hmm. was in like a different movie. Because he's dressed like. I mean, it's very like Seth MacFarlane, who I think put out like a Frank Sinatra or Bobby Darin type yeah. album. Like he likes that kind of music. So the guy, he's always dressed like a 1940s. Like, like a Rat Pack? Rat Pack guy. <laughs> yes. And he's trying to impress a girl. Yeah. Who could get into the club. So then he like somehow gets a loan to buy like a really fancy car and he's like gambling with these like gangsters and like There's like, like Russian bear like mobsters yeah. and like all this stuff's going on. I'm like, this just feels like a completely separate movie. Like he's a, not aligned with any of the other characters trying to overcome insecurities or issues. No. His whole thing is he's kind of a bully and a jerk. Yeah. That's his whole thing. I mean, it all sort of comes together towards the end but yeah no he's like off in his own space um so then uh ash goes back home you know and everybody's like really like the rehearsals are going long it doesn't seem like the show's coming together everybody's frustrated and also like outside of buster who's trying to find the money everyone thinks that there's a hundred thousand dollars up for grabs and and it's probably so been, they, what, three or four days? So they also have, you know, that added pressure of, like, this life-changing, uh, you know, amount just, like, sitting over their heads. Uh, so Ash goes back home, and then she finds out that her boyfriend is cheating on her. I mean, really, it's been, like, a couple days. 
And he's just like, you're never around, babe. She's just like, what? He sucks. He's the worst. So she kicks him out of the house, which again, I'm like, I'm not sure that they are. She's a teenager because. She could be like 19 or something. I guess. Yeah. Like she's like, they're living on their own. Right. They're living. But they could, like, it didn't feel like she, you know, if you graduate high school and are just like, I'm going to get a job and like try to make it as a musician. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, so, and then I just wrote, like, mouse causing trouble, because that's what he's doing. He's yeah. just causing trouble left and right. Like, he's just not, and he doesn't care about anybody. Uh, and then um, they go to ask Nana for money. <laughs> yeah, so when Buster had met up with, what's John C. Riley's character's name? Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Eddie had mentioned how he's like, I'm taking responsibility. I have to, like, take out the trash and, like, visit my Nana every Wednesday. So... <laughs> So then when he goes to visit his Nana, Buster's just waiting there. <laughs> like in the bushes. Yeah. And he's like, hello, let's go visit Nana. And he's like, oh, God, no. Um, so they go in and Buster's like doing his usual, like, it, he kind of has like a shtick, you know. Yeah. What was the guy in the music band? Uh, trouble guy? Yeah. I but, don't know. You know it's kind of like yeah. that where it's just like, I'm going to patter and just keep talking until you do what I want. Right. And she's basically like, get out. No way. You've done nothing but crap. And she's voiced by, speaking voiced by one of your faves, Jennifer Saunders. Oh, right? yeah. She's so funny. Um, so they, he, but he finally does something where he's like, let me just show you what the show's going to be. And you'll see, like, this is going to be different. So she's like, okay, fine. It's better. And she was basically like, it's better than hanging out with my idiot nephew, like grandson. <laughs> well, well, it was that. And then it was also, I think she's got like a penguin butler. I was like, I don't want to be like, just like hanging out with him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so then we go back to where they're rehearsing and you can definitely see like that there is a family forming between everybody but the mouse. Um, and that, that they're really sort of like wanting everybody to succeed and like, Hey, you, you're doing a good job or what's going on. Like just getting involved in everybody's like business. Um, and for this rehearsal, uh, Johnny comes, uh, he basically gets called to go do the job. Right. Well, he, so he goes to do his job and, they're doing like basically they're robbing something where it's like if we pull this off we'll never have to do it again because it's like they're stealing gold or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So what it is is and it, it it happens like it's in the middle of the day, so he has to go and he's driving the getaway car. So he he leaves to go drive the getaway car, and then he's like waiting for them and looking at the time and he's like I have time I can go and do my number, and then get back here in time. So he leaves, and then he's like, hey, can I switch spots with whoever was going to go next? I can't remember. And then they were like, no, I have to. For some reason, they wouldn't switch with him. I can't remember what it was because we watched it two weeks ago. Um, And then he gets to go. Well, he... I think they do switch. He does this thing, and then he's going back and hits traffic. Well, but he goes, and he's he, like, doesn't really know his piano part, and, you know, and it's like, you really have to, Mr. Moon is like, you really have to work on this and all this stuff. 
Uh, and then he's like, okay, I gotta go. And then he gets stuck in traffic and he does not get back in time. And his dad and the other guys get arrested. Um, and so that happens, which is a, which is a big problem. Um, and then we cut to Rosita is at the grocery store. She's just tired. It's like end of day. She's buying stuff. And then a song comes on and then she just like gets it. And yeah. she just finally feels the rhythm again. She's and just it's like just like dancing, dancing through around the aisles and doing all this great stuff. And then at the end, the the person like the security, on the security guard. Camp, like, <laughs> like comes over and he's like, to the lady in aisle wherever, good job. <laughs> <laughs> kind of creepy, but nice. Um, and Ash writes the song uh, that she wants to like perform. Um, and then... Uh, they're they're gonna do the big Nana show, but before oh, before that happens, we also see that Johnny's see, like practicing piano, well, right? We see Johnny, and we think he's going to like he goes in to the office and is going to take the prize money because he's like this. I'll just do this, and I can get my dad out of jail. Like right. I'll fix all the problems. Um, and then he realizes like that it's not who he wants to be. So he then is like, oh, I just think I need to practice the piano some more. So he says that to the iguana. What is her name? Miss Crowley. Miss Crowley. That's right. So he says that to her, like, I I just wanted a little more piano lessons. She's like, okay, great. So then they're working on the piano. and She's a pretty good teacher. And, like, so all this crazy stuff happens, and they're going to do this big show, and they fill the stage with water. Right. So they take all like, the windows off the whole building. Every, like, it's like up, like the stage is, is glass. The wall is glass. like, it's, it's huge. And then they, he hires these squids who light up. Yeah. They were at the restaurant we saw in the opening of the movie, like beginning of the movie where he met with Eddie and he goes back. He's like, you want a different job? Yeah. And then they go to the stage. So, and this is all to impress Nana, so Nana. they can get the prize money. So Nana shows up and she comes in and and then he does the whole like intro and then it's pretty impressive and it is impressive and it looks amazing and and they're doing they're like following his feet and they're like lighting up to the rhythm of the song that's playing and it, it looks really really great. Um, and then uh, Mike, who has gotten himself into some. Big trouble with the Russian bear mafia uh, because he cheated. Um, they yeah, he, at, at cards. They follow him to the theater and they go in and then they're like, "We want our money." And he's like, "I don't have it. It's in the chest. Like it's in there." And they go like this. All this crazy stuff happens, and then they bust open the thing, and it's like, "But there's no money in there." And then he's trying to be like, oh, no, like, I, why? this is just a prop. Like, the money's not going to be in there. Mm-hmm. And they're freaking out. And then the stage breaks. Yeah. And there just water is everywhere. And it basically, like, floods out the theater. And the theater comes, like, crumbling down. Yeah. We saw earlier that the theater wasn't in good shape. Like, uh, Buster was... I think when he was escaping or when he was trying to plug in the yeah. lectures, when the like, other, it, like chunks of the the theater were falling off. Yeah. Like it, you know, it needed uh, an overhaul, but yeah, it feels like it was not, I mean, getting flooded with a huge amount of water is not good in general, but it feels like it wasn't up to code. Yeah. So that happens. And then Buster's just sort of like, 
forlorn. Yeah, he's I guess. despondent. He just is not okay. Melancholic. And they, the everyone except for stupid mouse, go to Eddie's and are just like, hey, like we still want to put on the show. And he was like, there is no show. I don't know what you're talking about. And they were like, but we all sacrificed to be a part of this. And they all did. Like they all gave up something to be there. Um, and what, what, I wrote this down and I, okay. Oh, I think. Do we talk I about think, the car wash? No, not yet. I think Mina, uh, says this to him because I think he said it to her, but she's, you know, she's like, don't let fear stop you from doing the thing you love. And he was basically like, whatever, I'm done. Never doing it again. I've clearly, I've failed. Uh, so everybody is like going back to what they were, I guess, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, like Rosita goes back to the house and it's out of control. Like something had the happened. The machine broke. Where <laughs> and everybody was like stuck on the laundry machine. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was just crazy. And so then she's like, okay, great. Like, so clearly I can't leave the house. Um, and you know, Ash is on her own and. Johnny's dad's in jail, you know, so all this stuff is going on. And and he go, does he go to visit his dad and his dad and tell his dad what he, yeah. why he missed it and what yeah, he wanted to do? Yeah, and his dad was basically like, don't ever talk to me again. Like, you are not my son. So Pretty harsh. Yeah. Uh, and then Buster decides to do the only thing that he knows how to do, which is wash <laughs> And, you know, he's got this so bucket because that's what his dad had that's done. That's what his dad did. And it was, uh, the bucket said, like, moon car wash. And that's how and his dad had gotten all that money to buy the theater in the first place. And it really, I was not expecting the methodology of <laughs> car washing, which was essentially he jumps in the bucket and then jumps on the car and uses his body. Yeah, to, like, clean the car. It's a very <laughs> funny moment, the car wash scene. He's just and so he, sad, and he just, like, belly flops on the guy's windshield. And he calls, like, Eddie to come, and so Eddie comes and brings an extra Speedo so he can, you know, wash cars properly. And then Eddie's like, well, then I'll help you. Like, he's like, I'll dry. So they're, like, doing this, like, crazy car wash scene. It's very funny. <laughs> and then... He, Buster, hears Mina singing in the rubble of the theater. And he goes up to her and he was just like, oh, my God. Like, you can sing like that? She was like, well, yeah. He's like, show's back on. Like, let's do this. <laughs> so they get they get everybody together. Um, and they all start working together. And then... Uh, the mouse shows back up again and is like, oh, we're doing the show? Great. I'm going to compete. And they're like, well, it's not a competition. Yeah. Like, we're just singing because we want to. And he's like, what? That's stupid. I'm leaving. So he leaves again. I really don't understand that character's presence in this movie, his arc. I mean, it seems like they're like, we got to find some way for things to go wrong. So, like, they just had to insert him into the the story. So then um, they start the show and there's not really anybody there. Everybody thinks it's kind of a joke. Right. It's just basically the, f- the, the families, the families of the people. Also all the 
pig the piglets are like running around crazy and and but the news the news is there and they're basically like so this is going to be a shit show but whatever I mean, it's... We'll report about it. It's really great free media. Right. So now everybody in town who's heard about this and heard about the disasters... Is now like, watching it. What's like, going oh, on? What are they doing? Um, and, then it, and then it turns out that people are actually enjoying the show. And Rosita and Gunther do their, their song. Um, and it turns into, like, this, like, crazy, like... I don't know if it's, like, samba, but... But she like changes into this like crazy black sparkly leotard thing, and they do like this crazy dance, and it's unbelievable. And then her husband finally sees her again. Yeah. And they like reconnect, which is great. Um, and then it's Johnny's turn, and he figured out how to play the piano. I mean, he really learned how to play piano. He crushes it. And he does a really great Elton John number. And his dad sees him on the TV and is like freaking out. He's like, that's my son. And then he breaks out of jail so he yeah. can go to him. I mean, he's a strong gorilla. He just yeah. rips the he bars rips the right out of the wall. Um, and he's just like King Kong in it across the city. Yeah, he is. He's going to get it. And then Ash goes up and she's wearing the other chick's glasses. <laughs> Sucker. Um, and the Judith shows up and like unplugs and is like, you guys can't do this. We own this stuff. We like, we own this space now. You can't be here. Banks are and the then, worst. Um, and while all this is happening, like the crowd is just filling up. So there's just like this huge amount of people now just like sitting in the audience and Ash just starts playing without being plugged in and singing. And everybody's like, you know, like with her, and she does this amazing like number, and uh, which is her personal song that she wrote. Um, and then uh, they get plugged back in somehow, right? Yeah, because she just like the crowd won't have it, so then you know they plug it back in, and Judith is just goes away. Um, and then Johnny's dad shows up. And Johnny finally gets his dad's approval. And his dad's like, you know, I love you, whatever. I'm so proud of you. And he's like, all right, I got to get back to jail. Got to go back to jail. So he goes back, <laughs> which is at, which is also Admirable. positive. I mean, that he, he didn't just like, well, now I'm just going to be a fugitive. <laughs> right. It is also a little weird to be mad at your child for not wanting to be a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I get that's a family yeah. business and like that's what they do. And like he, he, if he'd been there, maybe they would have gotten away with it, not been criminals anymore. But it is sort of like, yeah, maybe this wasn't the best path. Oh, and while that's happening, Mike is on stage performing while the police helicopters are, you know, like doing this thing. So it's like this whole right, dramatic moment and he, whatever. He had seen everybody like watching and be like, these people are all great. He's like, they're not great. I'm great. I'll yeah. show you. That's kind of like, that's how so he that's is his motivation. the whole time. So it's is like, like, I'm the greatest, whatever. Um, and then it's finally it's Mina's turn to perform. And she gets out there and she's, you know, kind of quiet at first, but then she really gets into it and everybody's freaking out and she literally brings down the house. <laughs> and then the moon is just like behind her, like the actual moon. And it, you know, everybody's having a great time. And then Nana gives her approval, she buys the theater. And then they redo it. Yeah. So, and it becomes a place for everyone. I thought 
uh, Mina was good, but I didn't feel like she was good enough to like merit the response, especially when like right after that, like a little bit later, we hear Jennifer Hudson singing. It's like not really fair. <laughs> I don't know how you felt. Like she was not. I'm not saying she was a bad singer. She's a very good singer. No, but it like was, it was a it was a really spirited performance. But yeah, so that's sing. It all worked out. <laughs> it's a fun one. I you know I don't know. I feel like if we would put it on now i think liam and charlie would really enjoy it yeah they're we are they're starting to get into stuff now. yeah they're starting to have preferences so pretty soon we'll have to start po- diving more into what they they want to watch yeah though we've already covered a couple of those trucks. well they, if it has a car in it they'll like it, it that's yeah that's kind of how that goes oh uh, so listen y'alls I feel like I was low energy tonight, and I apologize. You deserve better. Uh, and I know we had said also um, we were going to talk about, like, shout-outs and stuff like that, and, and we didn't. We didn't do anything. We're a bunch of lazy assholes. That's, not, that's not true. <laughs> we just had more on our plate than we anticipated. Uh, so... We are going to come up with something, and when we do, we will share it with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put a date on it now because I don't know when it's going to happen. No. But cool. we will. But until then, if you would like a shout-out, if you have anything you'd like to say or whatever, we will, we're, we're paying attention, we're reading, um, you can get to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast and on Facebook at PG Podcast. Uh, so please, like, reach out, um, rate, review, subscribe, do all those great things. Yep, yep, yep. Um, would really help us out, and we would very much appreciate it. If you know how to make podcasts more popular, just <laughs> tell us that. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're listening, and, and we're back. We're back from spring break. Got some fun movies coming your way. Yeah. So you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out on this. And just remember, if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it.